welcome to Practicing Life, a podcast where I share my personal journey with you so that you can be the person you want to be. I'm Ashley Pitzer, the host of this podcast, fantasy writer, yoga instructor, personal trainer and fitness instructor, mom of two kids on the autism spectrum, and wife to a twin flame. Now, let's balance our mind, body, and spirit. everybody. I'm Ashley Pitzer and I'm doing this video as part of my podcast, which is practicing life, but I also want to just throw it onto YouTube and start creating kind of an audience for my upcoming release of my book, a fantasy novel that I have written uh, called The Birth Challenge. So today we are going to be talking about well, my pillars to self-love, but I'm only giving this to you as an example so that you can take this material and personalize it to you because your pillars may look different than mine. So about a year ago, I started to get into like kind of a low place in my life and I was really looking at the question of like, what is self-love? Like, how do I show it to myself? Um, You know, all I knew at some point is that I felt like I had lost myself. I I was disconnected with who I was, where I was going in life, kind of like a midlife crisis, if you will. (laughs) So anyway, um, I started working with a life coach and they were, you know, telling me that you got to have self-love, you got to practice self-love. And I was like, but what is that? Like, I don't even know at this point. I think I love myself. I feel like I love myself. But what does that really mean? Because you're telling me I don't. And so um, I don't know. Maybe you have gone through this. Maybe you are 100% certain and you know what it is for you and this message doesn't apply to you and that's okay too. I'm very happy for you. But if you were you know, anywhere near where I was like a year ago or even now I'm learning more ways of showing myself self-love, this video and you know, this podcast, at least message, is for you. So uh, now that I've identified my audience, I just wanted to say that when I was looking at this from a year ago, when somebody said that you have to show yourself self-love, I only could see that as like, well, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a bubble bath. Um, I'll get my nails done. Like that's the only thing that I could see. I was not, I didn't have any personal or emotional definitions around it or what it looked like or how to implement it. And so I have, um, I just have some general things I guess I'm going to start off by doing here. So I have a little, um, whatever you call a picture that I want to read that I created for myself. So I'm using my own notes, people. I'm using my notes because I I operate now from 70% perfection and not 100% perfection because my life coach would tell me 100% perfection is failure. And that's been a very hard lesson for me to learn. So I am now okay with having notes and referring to them and not thinking that I have to have every single detail memorized and present to you absolutely perfectly in order for it to be successful. So my notes. When I, I, I came about this uh, podcast today over looking at trust, I recently have redefined my top value as trust. Now, I specifically developed this around self-trust, but it's also trusting other people, trusting the universe, trusting the universe to take care of me, trusting to know when I need to be humble and when I need to be courageous, like 
So there's a lot of different elements. So I kept it very open-ended. So my number one focus is, is trust. So the materials that came from today came from the initiation of starting to think about trust. And I was thinking about trust in, in four elements. Like, And I'm going to ask you these questions. So one element is self-integral. Do you keep your word to yourself? Not to other people, because then that's that's integrity, like that's integral. But I want you to think about self-integrity. Do you say you will do what you say you're going to do for yourself? If you said that I am going to go to bed at 10 o'clock, I'm not going to stay up till 1030, whatever, do you keep your word to yourself? And then, of course, like the self-love piece, which I've mentioned before in other podcasts, but the the question around self-love was, um, you know, knowing that we take care of what we love, the question would be, do you take care of yourself? And then the third thing is acceptance. And there's a lot of ways to view this, but I'm looking at it from like trust. So do you trust yourself to be able to feel any feeling and it be okay? Like, are you allowing yourself to process whatever emotion? And then the last point is letting go of external validation. So we live in a society where, at least in the United States, because there could be people from all over the world listening to this, and in, in this world that I live in, the world that I live in, it is like everybody has more authority than you. Your opinion is here, and other people's opinions are there. Like, there's this element of um, not placing as much validation and trust on your own opinion all right so that's where this material like when I started thinking about these things I really started to get to know myself and to dive in deep to what self-love means to me what does it look like and so um you know, we could go over all of those points and those questions that I just listed and really dive into it, but I want this to be like a short video. <laughs> so I have a little prop here. And um, I guess what I, I would like to say is ignore chest. This is just a demonstration piece, okay? So sorry, it's making a lot of noise. I'm just using this for demonstration. This demonstration has nothing to do with chest itself, so you can ignore whatever you're applying to like chest and strategy. No, 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 no. This is just purely for picture purposes. And so I am going to use some of the pieces on here as my cornerstones, okay? These pieces here I'm calling pillars. Like if you wanna think about this as your foundation, this is, if this is your home, this is self-love this is your base this is the cement of your house okay so right here is your foundation and your foundation is self-love and then you have to ask yourself or at least i did i started to ask myself what does self-love look like so for me this is where my pillar pieces come in and so i'm going to be defining my cornerstones that is what my self-love is built on and now my definitions and my categories, my pillars, could be 100% diff different than you. You need to personalize this for you. I'm giving you an illustration, a demonstration, but it is no by means, like it is not universal. Everybody is unique. Everybody has different perceptions. Everybody is coming from a different place. And so, you know what, maybe your house is like a triangle, okay? Like maybe it's only like half of this, and maybe you just have three pillars, okay? Whatever works for you, works for you. I'm here to support you in that. All right, so here's my 
chessboard game. And this part right here is my base. This is my foundation. So my first pillar here of what self-love with me is built around trust. So self-trust is my number one value that I am implementing in my life right now and I'm focusing on. So in this, you're going to see a lot of... Um, you know categories that help support what this pillar means so this pillar is is filled it is filled with other topics in it that make it strong and stand firm so for me self-trust i'm going to put this down self-trust is <laughs> having confidence in myself trusting self-confidence is trusting your ability Okay, it is knowing that you will figure something out. It is the willingness to face the unknown and to like rock it, okay, to believe that you can do it. So self-trust for me includes self-confidence. It also includes self-integrity and self-integral. It means that I am gonna keep my word to myself. So if I say that I am going to drink my green tea and I'm not gonna go for the coffee, then I'm gonna keep my word to myself because that builds trust. And then it's also listening to my intuition, right? So knowing that I get silent and I get quiet with myself and I really listen to what my um, like divinity, what the universe is telling me. Now, everybody has a different spiritual preference. I use a lot of terms inexchangeably. <laughs> I said that word funny, but you know, whether it is God, whether it is Buddha, whether it is I don't know what else there is, whether there's nobody, whether it is energy, whatever it is that is your source, like I like to get quiet and I like to be able to hear what it is telling me. And so it's like kind of having um, a place within myself that I'm not using my logical brain to come up with things. I'm feeling things, I'm sensing things, right? This all for me goes under the category of trust. So back to this, this is one cornerstone of how I build self-love. All right, so I'm gonna go into, you know, my house is a square for those of you that are listening on the podcast. So I'm gonna go into my second pillar stone. So I'm going into another corner of my square. So this one here is self-worth. And, and by no means do I, I'm not saying that self-trust is more important than self-worth. I'm not going there, people. You can make this as analytical as you want. I am not placing any values in which corner gets built first, okay? They are all needed for me. Okay, so pillar self-worth. For me, this includes self-acceptance. So I get to be whoever I want to be, and I'm going to accept that. So I get to be the person that I want to be, meaning like, you know what? I don't have to keep living to my mom's expectations. I don't have to be the wife that my husband thinks I need to be. I get to be me. I get to be the wife that I want to show up as. I get to be the mother as I want to show up as. I get to be the worker that I want to show up as. It is it is who I am and who I want to be. And I define that, okay? So it's letting go of expectations and societal pressures telling you who you're supposed to be. That is self-acceptance to me. Again, your definitions could be 100% different, could be polar opposite of mine, and that is okay. I am okay with that because this is all personal. Okay, so this for me includes um, self-acceptance. I already said self-acceptance. This includes self-forgiveness to me. So knowing you know, that I did something and I may have not done it to the level of expertise or the skill that I wanted to, to be and saying, you know what, it is okay. 
I got your back. I love you regardless. You are worthy. This mistake does not define you. You are not going to continue to make mistake, 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 and be like a permanent mistake. That is not who I am. I give myself forgiveness and I move on and I move past it because I am worth it. And I know that we're going to make mistakes because we grow. How are you to grow without making mistakes? How are you to evolve and change without having mistakes? And mistakes are not a bad thing. And so I can easily forgive myself and love myself. So this is part of my self-worth. This is also part of my respect, like showing myself that what I say and what I think matters. So uh, there was a point in my life when like I did not express myself because I made, I, I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want to be like, I feared that judgment, right? So I wasn't showing myself respect at that point in time. I was saying that, you know, whoever was around me, opinions mattered more. I wasn't showing myself respect. Now I operate from a different place. I do respect what I have to say and what I have to think. And I'm okay if people have a different opinion than me. That doesn't make them right. That doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make me right. It doesn't make them me wrong. You know, like I operate from this very open place and I'm willing to give myself respect and I'm willing to put value on who I am and what I create and what I do. So like, for instance, um, like on my podcast, I just started it out. So I'm in this growing baby stage. I don't have a million people following me, but that doesn't make my material any less valuable. What I am saying to you guys is seriously life-changing stuff. And I'm giving it to you for free, like seriously for free. And it's your choice whether or not you want to value it, but that has nothing to do with what I personally think of my material. My material is super valuable. I value it. All right, so that is my second cornerstone. The third cornerstone is self-care. Now, you guys might be thinking, like, that's self-care? Like, self-care is one of your pillar stones? Like, maybe maybe for you, you separate things differently. And so, like, maybe your third piece is self-acceptance. And maybe you have a bunch of things that fall under that that are separate than mine, and that's okay. But I'm going to go with mine, and I'm going to show you my illustration of self-care. Self-care is necessarily in order for me to be balanced, in order for me to be the person that I need to be. So what does self-care look like? Here, I'll show you my little video. It's boom. <laughs> so I now have it in the third corner. So for me, self-care includes my spirituality. So that to me is really important that every day I sit down and I get quiet and I breathe and I let go of my thoughts and I let go of my mental chatter and I just get really quiet and still and I just feel and I sense and I listen. I listen, not to me, not to my brains, not to everything going on, but I listen to the environment and I listen to my heart. Okay. Spirituality is really important to me. It is, um, you know, like if you have your habits, it is a habit for me. I show up for myself. I show up by sitting down and getting quiet and I make it one of the first things that I do in my day because it is important to me. Okay. And then this also includes eating right. Okay. So like I'm going to do a video on this one because I'm going to, I'm going to be more present in social media. So whether it's on Instagram or YouTube, I'm going to show you how I make my salads and whatnot, but I eat a very healthy diet, but that doesn't mean I'm hundred percent like 
I, I did at one point, I'll tell you the truth. I did at one point not allow myself to have like sugar desserts, anything like that, but I'm now a little more flexible and free with myself. So I'm not sitting there saying like every, uh, every piece of food that I put in my mouth is 100% pure healthy. You know, I will have brownies. If you've heard my other podcasts, I have an addiction to brownies. And so I know that and I resist them until I have a special occasion to have them. That's how I operate. You can operate different. All right. This includes exercise. I exercise all the time. Now, I might have changed my form of exercise as I'm getting older. I'm changing it into more low impact things because I'm honoring my body. So doing something like jumping jacks really hurts me. And I don't want to do them. I don't want to hurt my body. So I may choose to do something like swimming or water aerobics or walking or, you know, as you know, I'm a yoga teacher, so I do a lot of yoga. So even when I choose my exercise, I'm choosing a way of honoring my body. Um, this includes going to sleep at a good time, like knowing that I do not function well on six hours of sleep. Great if you do, I'm no judgment, but I like... I, I operate best when I get a minimum of eight and a half hours. So even though science tells you you need out eight hours, like I know I need eight and a half and I'm willing to do like arrange my day to make that a priority so that I can get the sleep that I need. And that means I have to sacrifice and give up other things. And that's a choice that I make and it's worth it for me. All right. And then also experiencing mental challenges. I'm a person who gets bored really easily. I need something like that's one of the reasons I read a lot of self books. That's a lot of reasons why I constantly go to like workshops because I just need something like <laughs> I have a different flavor of the month, like or quarter all the time. So, you know, like I've been recently thinking about uh, like art and I want to learn how to paint better. Right. So that is a mental challenge to me. Like I'm going to learn these techniques. I've been buying different brushes. I've been watching videos. It's something that stimulates my mind and it's something I need. And that's part of self-care for me. Also, uh, socialization. So for me, I do like a lot of quiet time. I like to be alone, but I also need that social aspect and I need that connection and that bonding piece that fills my heart. It really makes me sore. It makes me feel like I'm thriving. So it's one of the reasons why it's easy for me to be vulnerable with other people because like when I'm vulnerable and I'm telling you my like secrets, my fears, things that people normally don't want to talk about, like I always want to talk about the juicy stuff, okay? I don't want to talk about the weather. I mean, it's fine. I do it to be polite and whatever else. But you know what? I don't want to talk about work drama. I don't want to talk about this stuff. I want to talk about your dreams and what's getting in the way of your dreams and how do we make your dreams come true? I want to talk about like, yeah, this person made this comment and it made me feel this way, but that's okay. And this is how I'm choosing to view myself. Like I want to talk about these things that are nurturing and loving and, um, and when I do that, it really makes me feel whole and complete to connect to another person this way. And then feeling my feelings. So I know that I mentioned earlier self-acceptance means like feeling your feelings, but I'm also going to put it in self-care because when you don't feel your feelings, like for a while there, I was silencing my voice and silencing my voice, you know, was creating problems for me. Like for instance, like not feeling my feelings, I grew up with like an abusive angry father. Okay. And so I viewed from an early age, anger as something as bad and negative and dangerous and scary. Right. So I didn't want to be a person who ever got angry. And so I would show my feelings. I would change my energy into a different, um, 
emotion because I didn't want myself to feel angry. And, but you need to feel it. Like you need to feel it. You have every single emotion. Your body is meant to feel every single emotion for a reason. You have a palette of emotions. You're supposed to feel them. And I wasn't allowing myself to feel angry. And that resulted in me having like inflammation and pain or not sleeping well, right? So feeling my feelings, if I don't feel them, they build and they build and they build and they press and they press against my skin, okay? Like they get intense. And then I like freaking explode, right? So <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'd rather just feel them in the very beginning. All right. And then my fourth pillar, so the last you know, corner of my, um, my foundation of self-love. So the last piece of the puzzle here that makes me strong and capable is self-awareness. And so self-awareness. Again, this may not be your pillar, but to me, this is where I manage my mind. I, I choose the thoughts I want to think. I choose my identity. I choose my values. Like um, when I was writing my book, I really focused on creativity being my number one value. But now I'm in a different stage and now I'm choosing trust to be my number one value. Like I choose where I focus my attention. And this is important to me. Um, this is also where I do a lot of self-reflection. So like last night I did a presentation and you know what, it went great. It had some disruptions and whatnot, but it went great. But today when I was in my quiet time and I was in my self-reflection, I realized, oh, I left out one aspect of the presentation that could enhance it and make it better. Right? So that was a self-reflection. That was like a learning. There was no judgment. Now I can add this piece to my presentation and my presentation is going to be even better. I love self-reflection. I not only look at it like as far as like to do things, but also being ways of being like, I trust myself. I support myself. I love myself. I care for myself, right? They're all ways of being. Um, so this is kind of where I'm, I'm willing to learn from my mistakes and I don't make it a big deal. Um, and it's also a place where I choose to follow my joy. So identifying and discovering what my joy is and then following it. So these are my pillars. This is how I show myself love. And when I have these four pillars and they're all, you know, balanced, you know, one isn't so strong and like holding up all of the others, like I'm going to give you a, for instance, I have a special needs kid. And so anybody who's ever worked in self-caring, um, caregiving skills, there is a tendency, I'm not speaking as this is an absolute, but there is a tendency for people who are in the caregiving field to not give them self-care. They like, they put somebody else's needs in front of their own because that's part of their job. Okay. And when you are a mother, you don't get to go home from your job. It's there. It's it's there constantly. And so, you know, for me, like when I, before I really sat down and did the discovery of who I am and what I need and how do I show myself love, self-care was so minimal for me. So I was having other pillars that were holding it up, but it didn't matter. Like my house was still crumbling because I was missing that self-care piece. That's one of the reasons why I know it is a pillar for me. It is necessary for me to survive. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I might've been eating healthy and I might've been exercising, but I wasn't choosing exercise that supported my body. I was like, you know, I love my dance classes. I love them. They make me happy, but a lot of it does jumping and twisting and and you know, I'm getting to that age where my tendons don't like that as much. And I was just like, nah, I'm going to ignore this because I love it. And I'm having so much fun. And I've talked about how I used to run and 
even when my knees were, you know, getting arthritis, whatever, I was just like, I love running. Running makes me look awesome too. <laughs> I love, I mean, it gives you this strong core, strong legs. Like it has some benefits to it, cardiovascular. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not going to give up running, right? So I was not doing that self-care piece the way I am doing it today. So all I want to say to you is take time, journal if you need to, kind of really think about what it is that you need to support yourself. These are all things that I need to support myself. My buckets might look different than you. My categories might look different to you. You know, maybe for you, like I said, self-acceptance is a standing alone piece. Like for instance, my kid uh, who has chosen to change uh, his gender, I bet you, I'm guessing, I'm guessing here, I don't know, but I'm guessing that one of his pillars that he needs is self-acceptance and what he includes, the categories or the the, the sub parts under that category may be completely different and that's okay that's a beautiful thing and I want that for him that's important for him and I want to support him for that and that's beautiful that's how he needs to show up for his love then that's what he needs to do and I'm okay with it so I'm giving you permission you don't need my permission but I'm encouraging you that it's okay to personalize this and make it your own I'm doing this for a demonstration piece so that you can take it apply it and learn from it but what I want you to know, my closing message is like when I do these four, when I do these four things, okay, when I show up this way, it creates an alignment with my body. And when I am in alignment, then I'm empowered and I make better choices for myself. I show up better for myself. And again, a lot of this is, is around the fact that like, um, there's little room for doubt. Not that doubt will go away because doubt, doubt likes to keep popping up. Just always popping up like weeds pop up in your grass. Like it just keeps showing up. But what it does is allows me to like minimize. For me, self-doubt is like one of the things that I have to work through and I have to manage my mind on. Self-doubt is one of my blocks. It's one of my barriers. It's something that keeps popping up for me. This is why I'm bringing it up. And maybe for you, it's something else. It's good to know that about yourself, okay? So anyway, um, when you do these things, in my example, the self-doubt, which is kind of like my kryptonite, gets smaller and less and less impactful. There's little room for it because I have built myself up and I've built myself strong and I've got these things. So these were my four pillars to how I show myself love and how I support myself. I'm wishing you well. On, I'm wishing that this um, is able to be instrumental for you that this tool can help you apply it to yourself and for you to get the benefit that you need out of it all right so i am saying goodbye i'm saying that i love you and i am saying that you matter you absolutely matter all right till next time thank you for listening to this episode it is an honor to serve you if you found any of this information helpful, I would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, as well as subscribe to this podcast. I would also be grateful for a five-star review. You matter. Until next time.